0: Hi, uh, welcome to White Hat versus Black Hat SEO Show. My name is Josh Pashinsky, and uh, today I have with me my Black Hat co-host, co-host Holly. Holly Starks, hey, how are you doing? You? Hey, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are things in your neck of the woods?
1: It's hot here. It's like
0: probably, I don't know, 85, 90 with ridiculous humidity. Uh, the humidity is always ma- what makes it bad. That's terrible. It it boosts it up, and plus the humidity and cold is 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 the same. I used to live in Halifax, which is on the east coast of Canada, and uh, it only got down to about ten degrees below freezing Fahrenheit. But the humidity was so high that it just felt like thirty or forty degrees below freezing, and you just you know just chilled you to your bones. So I know how you feel. Uh, and uh, we also have. Uh, one of my uh, mentor students, Scott, with us. If Scott has any questions later on, he can uh, jump on and ask questions. So what is the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show? Quite frankly, to be blunt, with this much chest here, you have to be pretty blunt. To be blunt, the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show is the finest SEO show on the YouTubes. Why is it the finest SEO show on the YouTubes? Because we have the most strenuous testing. It's all about the testing. It's all about scientific testing that we do in controlled environments, as controlled as possible, and there's many levels of controlled environments for SEO testing. But we do white hat testing and black hat testing and we can isolate the ranking uh, uh, variables uh, down to a very fine grain detail. And so we can answer questions that other people simply can't. That they'd be guessing uh, or they'd be lying, quite frankly, if if you ask them pretty much everybody else on YouTube. Because <laughs> they're mostly just saying what Google said or they they, they they made a change on their website and three weeks later something happened and they assume it was the change they made and not the 200 other experiments Google's running at any given time. So we have the best experimental uh, knowledge uh, in our test group and in any sister and te- our sister test group as well. Uh, we're a whole collection of SEOs doing tests. We've done well over 200 to 300 tests now at this point. So that's why you should listen to us and that's why we're the best SEO show on the YouTubes and coming in late, Late but never, but never too late is Ted Kubari. say hi there, Ted.
2: Hello, sorry, I'm late.
0: No problem at all, my friend. You're always welcome to jump in anytime you like. So um so today we're just gonna be doing another SEO q and a. I have some new stuff that's coming up that I want to talk about. Uh, and before I forget, I'm gonna just say this right off the top because otherwise my my brain will forget. Uh, but while I'm talking, if you're watching this live, if you have any questions on the right-hand side right here on YouTube, ask your questions. Try to make sure you use a bunch of asterisks beside it so I can see it with my Coke Butter glasses. You see how blind I am? You see that? Um, so I need <laughs> I need the help. <laughs> I can't see question marks very well, so you gotta, you got to help me with a bunch of stars, just so I know it's for the show and for us to answer. And uh, we will give our, our best answer on both any kind of white hat questions and any kind of black hat questions, because Holly and Ted are both black hats extraordinaire as well. Uh, and uh, I'm the resident white hat here. And although these guys can answer white hat questions too, for the most part. And um, so, ask your questions on the right hand side here while we're going. Put in a site if you want us to take a look at it. If there's no questions, go ahead. Uh, you, uh, it'll probably block uh, URL. So do like your, you know, your website dot 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 com. Maybe it'll let us see that, and then we can check your website out. Maybe give you some some SEO tips, kind of from forty thousand feet view. As good as those kind of tips are. Um, but this is what I want to say. So while while I'm saying this, go ahead and type your questions. Uh, don't forget, uh, I have a mentorship group, a private mentorship group, uh, and it costs only 300 bucks a month. And I do an SEO 101 course at the end of every month. It's the fourth Friday of every month. Uh, fourth Thursday, sorry, the fourth Thursday of every month, and that's going to be tomorrow, the 26th. So tomorrow I'm going to be covering an SEO audit. My my SEO audits. I have literally saved businesses Uh, all the rankings go up after you do them I have never failed never except for one time when a guy emailed me back and said I did everything on your audit and and nothing happened and I checked did you do this this and this and this and he said no to all four and I said well you didn't do everything on my audit then so every time the people follow my audit rankings get better so I'm going to show you my audit Uh, usually it costs around 1400 bucks for me to do it for your site I'm going to do two free tomorrow and the sites are already submitted, so I'm doing two free audits tomorrow, and I'm going to do it live, and I'm going to show you what I do. I'm going to show you what I check. This is really the, the kind of the height of White Hat SEO, and that's only $300 bucks. Uh, if you want to just take the course. Tomorrow it's only 300 bucks US, so uh, there's still room. Email me if you want to see that course. Uh, and even if you're watching after the 26th, I'll record it, and so you can still see it. And I remember, I run this course every month, and so every month I'm going to be covering stuff. So I'm going to be covering my SEO audits, what I do for that, and also I'm going to be covering audits. I'm uh, oh, sorry, quality. So last time I did the course last month, I covered more on-page tech stuff and on off-page link stuff, but I didn't get to cover quality much uh, because nobody was asking about that. But I said, you guys didn't ask about quality. It's like, in my opinion, it's anywhere from 30 to 50% of the algorithm. Why didn't you guys ask about that? And they're like, oh, tell us about quality. <laughs> you know, okay, So, so this time I'm focusing on quality and my audits. And so you should definitely jump in uh, and watch that. It's only 300 bucks. How how often do you get a university level course in any subject matter for 300 bucks? Not very often. So you don't have to stay on my mentorship program, although you can and you can be part of both my private group. Holly and I also have a Skype group, which is cheaper if 300 bucks is out of your price range. Uh, it's the White Hat versus Black Hat Skype group. It's only 44 bucks a month, but it does not have access to this course. Uh, only my mentorship group does that's 300 bucks a month and if you just want to see this course just sign up watch the course and then then cancel it and then I won't charge you every every month after that so it's only 300 bucks i sorry i just had to say that before I forgot for at the end of the show I'd forget and I'd, I'd close it and be like oh yeah by the way so it's tomorrow and again if you're watching this late don't worry about it because I record it so you can see it I also recorded the last one. And I'm going to be running these every month. And so it's definitely worth being part of the mentor program. Uh, We have very high satisfaction in both of our Skype groups. And uh, uh, definitely a lot of SEO knowledge being uh, good, high quality, no BS, fully tested SEO knowledge. And that's really the key. Because, sorry, Ted, go ahead.
2: Sorry, I I wanted to hop in because uh, Chase threw down a $25 question that I think deserves an answer. Oh, uh, yeah. His, his question is, when does any keyword use one single variable to rank? And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, my my short answer to that is they don't. Uh, you know, a website trying to rank for a keyword has hundreds, if not more, variables in play. Mm-hmm. The uh, single variable testing is to learn about a factor. And to learn about the factor, we try to isolate it. Right and keep other factors away from it as much as possible. So yeah, single variable testing, uh, you know, that that type of methodology, well, it, it all falls apart when you try to say this is the end all of what makes a page rank because it's right. not, it's actually an ecosystem with hundreds of variables in play.
0: Right, but it, as you just said, in order to test each of those variables, uh ranking variables we need to do a, a single variable test to see if it is a ranking factor or not so we have to try to eliminate every other factor and see if just say page length is a factor or not so for example kyle's in our, our sister group that does testing as well i'm also part of the group as well and uh he was testing uh he has a new tool called uh, page optimizer pro for example and i i, I question him in, in private skype i'm like kyle you tested every single one of these factors right and he's like yes i did really and he showed me his test results so for example um, he, he proved with single variable testing that you really have to be in the relative number of the word length of your competitors. Otherwise there's a problem. For example, this is how you would do a single variable test for people who are confused out there. You don't get how this works. Um, so for example, he wanted to test to see if if your page length had to be the same as everybody else. So on a nonsense serp with like a you know cordy blah 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 keyword that Google's never seen before and a bunch of nonsense gibberish on the pages, on, a, on the same server, five sister pages that have the same plugins, the same everything, the same speed, no social going on, no links going on, no traffic going on. Only one thing changes. He had every page was 2,000 words long. He let them settle to where they're going to settle for weeks and that they were sitting there. And then he shortened one page to 500 words. So the four sisters were 2,000 words, one was 500 words. And he he didn't know what was going to happen. That's why it's called a test, right? And what happened is that 500-word article fell to the bottom. He then repeated the test with 500-word pages. And then out of one, he made one 2,000 words. And what happened when he made the 2,000-word one 2,000 words and the rest were 500 words? It fell to the bottom. He repeated that test three times for each. And he, he got the same result. And so that's as good as it gets in SEO, folks. That's as good as it gets. Now, he wasn't testing anything else. All he was testing was does word length appear to matter in ranking? And it does. And so when you put it back to 2,000, those pages, that page went back up, put it back to 500. That page went back in roughly where it was before. Because Google, as, as Ted very wisely pointed out last show, is that there is a base rank sort that Google has to start. And it's very interesting to see with the gibberish on our pages, trying to scratch your head, what is their base rank sort? But So that's how a single variable test works. That's why we have the highest amount of knowledge, because we've done the most single variable tests. And then we've also replicated these tests in the wild to see that they do bear fruit in the wild as well. And then when I also have Google telling me to do this, and my single variable test says to do this, am I in the wild test as it works? I have the most knowledge in terms of um, the most amount of factors of what is a ranking factor and what is not, you know, for for this kind of white hat global kind of SEO. And Holly's doing the same kind of testing in black hat. Ted is doing the same kind of testing in black hat as well. And Ted also has another powerful tool called Cora which shows us all the correlations of what's correlating with ranking, what's not correlating with rankings. And that's a higher level of knowledge than just random guesses as well. That's a very powerful scientific tool too. So that's why you should be listening to us. So I finished my spiel about my course. So take my course tomorrow. You're gonna to see a lot of good information. It's good that Chase is here. He was once a protege of mine, a student of mine. So I'm glad that he took all the knowledge from me that he, that he got and was able to go out and have success. Um, so let me see here if I can take any questions here. Okay, so Nathan says, you guys talked about YouTube embeds lowering rankings. Yes, we tested that, and it either stayed the same or lowered it for the most part. Have you tried other embeds like Vimeo, SoundCloud, et cetera? No, we didn't try other embeds, so we don't know about Vimeo or SoundCloud. Uh, Do embeds and iframes in general drop rankings or specifically YouTube? We tested specifically YouTube. Um, uh, Holly, have you ever tested embeds in any other uh, network like Vimeo or SoundCloud or something
1: like that? No, I just tested on YouTube because, you know, everyone pretty much uses YouTube. So I didn't find a reason to be using the other uh, platforms, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um, it's not like it's a factor I would use very often. So to, to be perfectly blunt, it's not something I wanted to spend a lot of time testing. Uh, but but no, uh, we didn't test Vimeo and SoundCloud. That would be a really good idea to test. Um, I could write that down here, and we could definitely try video uh, Vimeo embeds. But I don't see why Vimeo would do any better. Maybe it will, but uh, it, it embeds is kind of a tactic, I think, that's been done to death, and, and I don't think it works anymore. And I think Holly would agree that it's not really helping anymore. It's kind of yesterday's tactic. Would you agree with that, Holly? That
1: embeds are 2014-2015 probably even to into 2016 you could do embeds and it would took uh, a decent effect and then you had to pull it back and do more quality ones. I'm not saying that it does not work, but I'm saying that if you have someone who goes up against you who, okay, so one person has embeds, one has PBN links, and one is doing engagement, The engagement's going to win out over the inbeds every day of the week. Yeah. So why do I spend my time now then to make links when – I find a better way to rank, essentially.
0: Exactly. Thank you, Holly. That's such a perfect point. That's the other thing is that people come on my mentor group and they say, Josh, have you tried Google stacking? And I'm like, what's Google stacking? <laughs> they explain it to me. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, yeah, we tested that. And yeah, the Google sites did seem to rank pretty well. And the, the they, they did seem to pass juice, even though it's a nofollow link. That seemed to boost pages. But we've already tested nofollow links in other in. Uh, other single variable tests in multiple ways. And so I already knew that nofollow links pass juice. And so why would I go specifically and use this other method that that adds a variable onto it that hasn't ever been tested? So so my answer is no, I wouldn't for a number of reasons. One, I haven't, uh, until I had we have now tested Google Sites. And yes, it does seem to give a boost in terms of a link. But I could email John Mueller and say, hey, these nofollow links are still passing juice. Look at my test and probably get them shut down tomorrow. So it only takes one jerk white hat to email John Mueller or you know Eric Enger or somebody and be like, hey, this is still passing juice, and Google will shut it off. So I don't like to rely on that kind of a tactic. I already have a uh, a proven process that's working for links. I have a proven process that's working for all of my SEO based on all these experiments. If you want the proof, go to bit.ly/seoproof, bit.ly slash SEO proof, bit.ly, bit.ly slash SEO proof, and those are all my latest, uh, Uh, ranking successes based on all these uh, methodologies. There's like, I don't know, 20, 40 examples in there from the last few months. So so that's really, at the end of the day, it's the only way to prove to you that I know what I'm talking about is look at all these results I've got, and look at all these experiments I've done, and, and how careful I was with the experiments, and look at all the results I got. You can just look at the results, it's much faster. But I have proven results doing it one way, just as Holly said, why would I go and do it a different way? Because I know this way works. I have all this research behind this way, whereas this new way, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. I could see kind of how it would work maybe if it did, but it's, it's, it's an unknown, I have to go with the known. And, and this is really it, it's, it's, it's the level, it's the quality of knowledge that I think a lot of SEOs misunderstand. Neil Patel or any other SEO who doesn't do this kind of stringent testing, rambling off on their blog about how uh, brand searches are the new thing. Congratulations, Neil, you're here four years late. Uh, but saying the brand searches are all the new thing um, uh, because they they saw it maybe once, maybe boost a ranking in the wild is not, that's a kind of evidence. That's definitely a kind of evidence, right? They saw something happen. They saw this. They saw X and then Y happened. And they can kind of loosely infer that X and Y maybe are related. But the single variable tests we're doing, I can much more... Uh, strongly and with confidence infer that X and Y are related because I removed all other factors out and just left X and Y So I hope that makes sense. It's a quality of knowledge that I'm talking about here That's different that a lot of SEOs just just don't get They're like I, I did a bunch of SEO on a bunch of sites and most of them went up. So I think I know what I'm doing that, That's 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 like that's, a, that's like a doctor saying I never took any courses in being an MD But most of my patients don't die only 20% do so I think I know what I'm doing that's, that's, that's not the doctor you want to go to, right? You want to go to the doctor who did all the empirical testing and learn from the empirical tests is, is where you want to go. You want to join that doctor's mentor program, not, not the let's try it and see what happens. Let's inject you with this and see what goes. You don't want to, you want, you don't want to risk your life. And in this case, to break the metaphor, your business with that guy, you want to go with the guy with a stringent scientific testing. Okay. Joel Navarez says, what's up, Josh? I'm having some problems in Chicago with my real estate website. I think I'm not getting indexed due to the huge amount of real estate agents already out there. That's entirely possible. I used to specialize in real estate SEO back in the day. Uh, and so I know what you're talking about. There is a lot of real uh, real estate agents with websites, especially in a city big like Chicago. Um, uh, what you need is help, quite frankly. So email me, keep watching the show, join our white hat group and or join my mentor group, uh, get more knowledge and uh, there's a way to rank. I can prove it. Go to bit.ly SEO proof. I do it weekly. Um, uh, but uh, clearly something's wrong there. So I need to take a deep look or you need to get more knowledge to see what's going on. Um, oh, Joel also says again, I'm sending solid traffic to the site, creating quality blogs with proper internal linking. Uh-oh, Citations and social media accounts have all been created. Do you have experience in the real estate niche? Yes. So as I said, <laughs> Stephen says, I heard you were the best SEO show on the YouTubes. Yes, Stephen. <laughs> yes. Cause I say I am, <laughs> there's no official ranking, but every SEO says the best. So why can't I say I'm the best too? Um, yeah, Joel. So this is warning signs for me. Whenever someone says they're creating quality blog posts with proper internal linking, um, I ask, okay, well, what tests, what empirical tests have you used or what Quora tests have you used to show you what's proper internal linking? Uh, when you say proper internal linking, he's using scare quotes, folks, proper internal linking. When, when when you're using proper internal linking, you're probably using what some jerk-off SEO who has no idea what they're talking about said was proper internal linking, and you also admitted you're not ranking. So thank you for more evidence of what I've been talking about here. So, so again, you need to join a group that knows what they're doing. Uh, oh, here's Chase's uh, 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 $25 question. When does any keyword use one single variable to rank? Uh, none, none do. That's not the point. You, you again. You missed the point. Jace, <laughs> uh, 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 email me. I can explain it to you. Um, Crush my SEO says, "Hi, Josh. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? I didn't see your question. If it's there." Um, uh, Blake says, "How do I beat these huge affiliate sites with massive amounts of content?" And then GreatValueColleges.net is an example ranking for stuff like. Rn to BSN online. Yeah, um, that's a good question. So, massive amount of content is seems to be one ranking factor, uh, but it's not the only ranking factor, and it's definitely not the biggest uh, ranking factor. So, um, let's take a look at this site here. I mean, it doesn't. I don't even have to take a look at the site really to tell you. So. You could do a competitive analysis on like something that they're ranking for. Like, like let, I'll do this actually. Let's do a competitive analysis on this search query you wanted to, to like, take a look at. So that was RN to BSN online. So let me share that. I'll show you how I would quickly uh, kind of determine what I need to do. Now I use a plugin called SerpWorks. That's S E R P W O R X SerpWorks, and I, I don't remember what a what it costs i get it for free because i i talk about it so much but uh, i believe it's um 12 bucks a month or maybe it's 30 bucks a month or something and to make it work uh really well i think you have to plug in uh sem rush i think or hres one or the other uh sorry it's been such a long time since so i did it i can't remember but wow i can see why you want to rank for this query because it's certainly a nice juicy one 136 bucks per click that's a nice query to rank for okay so what we got here this is what a, this is what it breaks down to, folks, in my opinion. You gotta match the trust flow. The trust flow is about 40 on average, and that's to the page, not to the site. Uh, more or less. You gotta have a PA of 40. You gotta do that your on-page optimization. You'd want your keyword density to be proper. You need to use page optimizer pro. You know, there's really no point in me giving you anecdotal ad hoc kind of on-page suggestions. Just use page Uh, that's what you want to do. Uh, just go to bit.ly slash, uh, get dash pop, all uppercase POP pop. So again, that's bit.ly slash get dash pop, all uppercase POP pop for five free credits, get pop, all uppercase POP pop, uh, for, uh, five free credits in the system and just do what it tells you to do. But basically that's what you need to do. Uh, you'd want also, you're going to have to have some links here. They have a spam score. Let me just see a few other things here. If I see any doubling up, then I'm going to call it a low quality SERP as well. But AG, I don't. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, mind if I just share a quick tidbit? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, can you see my screen?
0: Uh, yes, I'll give you focus as well.
2: Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm just showing a, a quick graph. I ran core on the on the term panda because it was put out there the keywords and the content, you know, not being it and this uh, uh, ethereal thing called intent that no one has been able to show me measurement data for or even hypothesize how to measure it as being claimed to be the thing. So I, I would argue that you need to show us how to measure intent, uh, then your hypothesis will have at least legs as being something that's testable. Right. (laughs) Um, And so I ran the data, and the data shows me that as you approach page one, as you approach number one on page one, uh, the more you use your search terms in the page, the better you tend to rank. So is that the only factor? No, but you can't say that it's not a factor. It's a component.
0: Yeah, the correlations Um, say otherwise.
2: So this, combined with other factors, helps you rank. And, you know, that's why people have been successful with these measurement tools, because finding out your measurements and comparing them to the measurements of your higher ranking competitors is a beneficial tactic. And it's why, Chase, you're in the software business now. You create a measurement tool so that people can compare measurements. So, I mean, if you knock it, you're kind of knocking your own product offering
0: ooh, Ted's Ted's firing the bullets. Yeah, I don't know who said, I, I haven't got that deep in the chat yet. I don't know who said intent is 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 I don't know what what you need to go for or whatever it is they said. Again, uh, Ted, you're entirely right. First off, you have to define what intent is and how to measure it. And then you'll be scientific. in as as a famous scientist once said of of another of another, I think it was string theory, I can't quite remember off the top of my head but but whoever says that intent is is a ranking factor is not even wrong quote unquote in that that they they haven't even gotten to the point of making a scientific hypothesis that can be tested <laughs> you need to tell us what intent is so we can measure it and to see if it is actually a scientific, scientifically whether it is a factor or not but um so they're not even wrong which was kind of the the big science diss ooh you know you know ooh they're not even we can't even say they're wrong in science they're just talking gibberish But yeah, and then we have a good strong piece of evidence here because Cora is testing correlations over a thousand pages for that particular query, Panda. And lo and behold, (laughs) having the word Panda on your page is uh, however many uh, times more likely to to get you to rank. Uh, I don't know, it looks like three times more likely, four times more likely. So that could just be smoke. That could just be correlation, but I doubt it because if you check every single keyword, you're going to see the same thing. Um, and uh, yeah. and we've also tested this in single variable tests. And, yes, I guarantee that if you have the keyword in your page, you will rank better.
2: Chase uh, is asking you for uh, an invite to join the, the group. Who,
0: who Chase is?
2: Yeah, yeah. Can you send it to him?
0: Oh, uh, sure, I guess, if, if people want to hear Chase talk. I'm sure they do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, one second here.
2: And don't don't get me wrong, folks. I'm I'm not knocking chase or anything. I'm just saying that claims are being made and, and I have actual measurement data. And so I'm just asking for some, you know, as a professional courtesy in return. You know, tell me how to measure this intent thing so that I can I can go check it out. because right? I'd like to. You know, and I, I think that's a reasonable request that if you're gonna make a claim that something's a factor, then Show me how to how to measure it
0: Okay, I asked in the chat if, if people want to see chase talk because I know where this conversation is gonna go uh, so I'll try to keep it from uh, Turning into just a useless screaming match uh, But if as long as chase agrees not to have a useless screaming match then sure of course cuz cuz uh, Nathan is correct I did say if anyone wants to jump on the show they can't so let me email Chase here and give him the URL. I'm What's asleep. up, Josh? Are you? Oh, did someone else give you to give it to you?
3: Hey, it's Jordan.
0: Oh, it's Jordan. How you doing, man?
3: Good, good.
0: <laughs> Sorry, we're just getting ready to have a, a a friendly debate with Chase here. Cool. Yeah. Let me know if anyone has questions about local or maps. That's what I'm here for. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the the, uh, the picture is in your car. You're not actually in your car right now, are you?
1: No, I'm I'm at home.
0: Okay, good. Because, no. <laughs> that, dude, that's not safe. <laughs> be be not. safe. Okay, fantastic. Oh, I don't want to share all my stuff there. Okay. So while Chase joins here, uh, I also go over what's new in SEO. I want to notice. I want to mention something which is actually perfect based on what Ted was just talking about, because because you notice there was a broad core update here. We checked what those correlations were on that broad core update. The uh, April 16th update is what we're calling it. And you notice here, up 172 correlation points. And that's not coincidence, right? Like you can say correlation is not causation, but when it's up 172% from week one to week two, keywords being in the last 100 words, and then again, uh, keywords in H2 tags is up 50, keywords in H1 and H2 is up 80, uh, keywords in H1 to H6 is up 84%. That's not just correlation, right? That's 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 definitely something going on there. And we've tested it in single variable tests. And I guarantee F and T you that keywords are even more important for SEO than they have been in the last five years. Again, because these things just went up. Whenever Google says that keywords are not important for your for your ranking, they're they're lying. So I think that's what happened on this broad core match down here, uh, broad core update. And then notice after that, pretty much every week after that, uh, uh, Barry Schwartz here is reporting. A a a Google ranking um, uh, algorithm uh, shift, and I think that this is 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 uh, makes perfect sense that they've updated uh, Google to update on a weekly basis. I don't think they're they're pushing out updates every week. I think they've just made it that Panda is updating every every week, kind of a deal, is is what I'm personally thinking is going on there. Okay, so let's get back to these questions here until uh, Chase shows up so he can. Can rant at us here for a while if that's what he wants to do. Um do, 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 do. yeah, so oh yeah, right. I was doing this. So this particular, I don't know how you know how you beat the big affiliate sites or any big sites is keywords are one thing. You notice that this is the traffic they have, this is the keywords they have. These are all very big sites. We're in the we're in the tens of thousands, the dozens of thousands here. So that's true that these are all big very big sites, but you don't necessarily need big sites because look at this one, they have a tiny site. And so Google often either just through query deserves diversity or through the uh, democratization of their algorithms to whatever extent that still exists, it, it definitely has been reduced in the last 10 years. If you have the other signals you need as to say keyword density, page authority, trust flow and quality that you can rank there too. And even with like, see Moz says, this guy has a five out of 18 spam score. That, that, you know, even with stuff like that, you wouldn't believe what you can get away with after you've done the single variable testing and you see what actually works and what doesn't. So that's how I would rank for this, is that you have to have the, the proper keyword density. You have to get pop and see what it says to do. Then you have to have within the range of 40 trust flow and within the range of 40 PA, and you will rank here as long as your quality is not complete crap. And Google will at least try you here, and then they'll A/B test you. And if your quality is too bad, then maybe they will remove you. I will go back to questions. Then okay. Uh, true. Thank you, John. Josh. Uh, John says Josh did an audit for my site. Well worth it. Found stuff I missed. I now have a super fast website. He does. This is true it is super fast i'm going to test tomorrow to see just from adding speed how how much that boosted uh uh how much that boosted his rankings uh the magnet says do you ever add url tracking to your naturally acquired links (laughs) he put naturally acquired in quotations uh i i don't know exactly what you mean by url tracking i do often use url parameters Um, if you mean like using a third party like bitly or something to track how much traffic I get through that link, uh, no, I haven't tested traffic through the link. I haven't necessarily needed to do that. Other uh, people have claimed you need clicks through the link. I have never seen you needing clicks through the link to give it for the links to give you a boost. Now, I don't know if in the if in the wild, Google has algorithms to, to find that. But, but basically, guys, linking, as long as you're getting links from, from, from sites that look organic and the link looks organic, I'm not seeing any problem with links and any of the other problems that people talk about, such as velocity, doesn't matter. Such as exact match query anchor text, it doesn't seem to matter. Such as, such as even where you're getting the links from, sometimes it uh, doesn't matter. Like Web 2.0s, they seem to usually give a boost, not always. Um, so it, it really is about uh, other factors when you think it's about links. Quite frankly, now th- th- does that mean I would tell a client to go and get Web 2.0s? No, never. I would never tell a client to go get Web 2.0 because I've had because as I said, usually they give a boost. They don't always give a boost, and those are the kinds of links that are on every disavow file, and I think could bubble you up to get a manual action. But after having tried very seriously importing well over 150,000 really spammy GSA links at test pages. We have never got a manual action. We have never, we've never been able to algorithmically uh, negative SEO a uh, uh, page with, with links. All we've done is rank pages number one all day long for years. So we're kind of scratching our head as to where people are coming up with this negative manual. SEO kind we of. We have never, we've never been able to algorithmically. Here we are. Uh, Chase is gonna come on here and show how I'm wrong. Chase, go right ahead. Uh, hello? How you doing, Chase? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Not much. So, you want to come on and debate? I'll, I'll, I'll gladly have a conversation with you, my friend. But one ground rule: let's keep it civil, and let's try and keep it informative. And uh, if we can do that, then, then we're all good. Sound, sound fair?
3: Agreed. Also, I do want to set a ground rule. I know. Uh, fair amount of people in here do not like me. So if we are going to have this debate, I would like to uh, say that I would like to be able to talk to at least one individual at a time, instead of having multiple people tell me why they think I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> okay. That's that, that sounds fair. And I will, I will also agree that no, no name calling anybody that says I'll keep it civil. So chase, go ahead. And I'm going to want to give you a chance to expatiate your view. Sure. So first of all, um, I'm just
3: responding really to the video posted recently saying that I beat Chase in an argument. <laughs> so uh, just to point out how civil that is, I'm not really sure. But anyways, um, the argument was, I posted something on my channel and you said, oh, well, having those videos on your channel uh, isn't really evidence. You need to have single variable ranking uh, factors as evidence. Uh-huh. So that being said, I was looking into it and you know, I was thinking, well, maybe judge has some, you know, points here, maybe single variable tests are going to really prove to be what's really going on in the SEO industry. Now, if I look at any keyword on Google, I know that basic ranking factors apply contents a ranking factor links, mm-hmm. we can tell are ranking factors page rank is a thing still even though you can't measure it through a toolbar. I don't really care about whether or not those things are ranking factors, because obviously it's pretty apparent that they are, and it doesn't take a single variable test to tell me that what I have a problem with is when we have 400 different or 300 different, uh, like single variable ranking factor studies and Google's constantly changing their algorithms. And then somebody tells me this is going to apply to every single different type of intent which to address Clint's point that there is no uh, intent based searches and that that's just a magical unicorn. I can guarantee you that if you search something that is uh, different than something else, say for instance, doctors versus lawyers, different uh, uh, user experience signals generally are required for those different types of intents to rank, whether it's through content whether it's through, let's say a bounce rate, I have no idea because I'm not Google and I'm not trying to replicate or be Google. But I do know for sure that by spending all of my time running single variable tests only to know that later on, they're going to be uh, completely irrelevant within maybe even a day. I'm not going to waste my time on that. You know what I waste my time on? I spend time benchmarking all of my progress figuring out what's going to actually rank on my site based off, uh, the current bounce rates, the current click through rates, the con- current conversion rates, things that I actually control, which is another reason why I don't do link building.
2: Okay. so It sounds like you're more of a CRO than an SEO then.
3: Well, it depends on what you want to call SEO. Anyways, SEO, in my opinion is really just a gateway drug to marketing.
0: Hmm. Okay, so let's take your first statements then um, uh, You said that you, you know page rank as a ranking factor. You said, you know links are a ranking factor You said, you know contents a ranking factor. The question is how how, how do you know these things? Uh, just looking at the SERP and assuming it is, is is not evidence. It's not it's not how you find out that those are ranking factors That's like me looking at three people and seeing freckles and saying I know that they have cancer because they have freckles Those things are not necessarily correlated, even if a thousand people are saying so.
3: But how could you correlate something like that when obviously, you know, we can tell very easily that content's a ranking factor and having freckles cannot identify cancer in an easy way? What I'm trying to say is that it seems to me that what's going on here is that you're taking something that's extremely obvious and simple and turning it into single variable case studies, which people already know. Everybody knows that having content is a ranking factor.
2: So, so let, let me uh, address your assertion there with a question. So do you think that having keywords in your meta description is important?
3: I mean does that question really matter those my question I mean well, obviously I mean, I'm, if I'm you have I can tell
2: can you can you just do Yeah I'll
3: answer your question. Free so free. I can tell you by putting a so let me just answer the question. I can tell you by putting a meta description with keywords in that that the keywords become bold and that probably will lead to a higher click through rate and I know that by spending at least 10 minutes of doing SEO on a web page and then seeing what that meta description looks like after it's been indexed. I don't need a single variable case study or to run correlation data on hundreds of different URLs for different intents for me to be able to find out whether or not I think that's a positive sign or a negative sign. I'm not gonna go through and dissect that and like think of, so if my my question is Ted, is if you can figure that out, what percentage increase does that lead to? And for how long? Does it lead to it for a day,
2: for a week? Here's the thing is uh, I've recently started building a rank tracker. And so I've been using this rank tracker locally. And what I've found is that there's a lot of websites that don't tune their meta descriptions and kind of the going wisdom out in the community is that it, it's not a ranking factor. It doesn't boost your rank by having your keywords in there. So it should all be based towards the. Uh, click-through rate. You should put your value proposition, your call to action, whatever is gonna get people to choose you into that and don't uh, SEO tune it per se. The problem with that is that there are all these cases where Google will pick the snippet from the page when the meta description isn't relevant to the search. And when they do that, Google often gets into these uh, cases where every day, each and every day in those cases, they will AB test the different snippets from the page.
3: Do you know how those snippets usually change?
2: It's uh, based yeah. off
3: the intent. N-
2: no, they don't. Uh, they they change because they have keyword matches.
3: Right, and, different intent based yeah, on each keyword. No. So they're gonna give you a different pull from the content within the page.
2: Because no, they're talking well, cross-purposes. Well, the listen listen yeah. to Ted. Uh, And so what happens is Google will switch between the the multiple snippets that it finds that mention the keywords that are relevant for the keywords and your rankings will actually fluctuate daily based on that AB testing. And I've seen it with big businesses, big content publishers like business.com. I mean, just really massive sites and their rankings have all this volatility because they haven't tuned their meta description
3: okay and you're you're uh, assuming that that's happening when there's only a very small data pool
2: well, the thing is, is I'm doing change detection on the web pages themselves too, so I'm seeing that nothing is changing on the page. It's the only thing changing on these web pages. Daily. Okay,
3: okay, great. But now, here's the thing, Ted. What happens when multiple things change on the page? You think anybody's just going to tune only their meta description when you okay, go into?
2: But, whoa! whoa, 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 whoa. When on, you audit a website, hold on. The case I case Is that nothing on the chain on the page changed? Nothing absolutely nothing the only thing different day in and day out is the snippet google is picking so So, you can't just write that off
0: okay so let me let me summarize why have i just been muted chase chase hold on a second let me let me me summarize because this is i got a little off topic so there's there's three different positions there's my position single variable tests are the best knowledge and they tell you the best knowledge in seo there's ted's position which is part of that position but also he also uses a bunch of correlation studies. He's not just checking one page. He's checking thousands at a time. He's checking thousands of factors at a time. And the numbers start to tell a story of what is what is better or worse. And then there's your position, which which I like your argument. It's, it's interesting from a philosophical perspective, someone who is doing a PhD in philosophy. Your position is, I don't need to use single variable tests because the in-the-wild tests are good enough. And also, your single variable tests are flawed because Google can can change things in the next day and you'll have no idea if that's the case and you waste all your time Doing a single variable test and you also said which is this is the smartest argument you make You also said that and you only don't really know what's going on at the end of the day because we can't see behind the black veil of Google Uh, That's the summer summarization of of your argument, correct?
3: I don't really know what you said on the last one, but I'm just gonna say that when you are doing SEO, let's just say for a large website with over a million pages indexed, am is anybody going to just go through after an audit and tune the meta descriptions alone?
0: That doesn't matter, Chase. That's, that's the a point specious, is that everybody's argument. Chase you're cutting that, me that
3: off. You're cutting matter. you're cutting me off right now.
0: The, yeah, I am cutting you off right now. No, but, let me sure. finish what I'm gonna say. Hold on a second. So your argument originally, the good argument was that single variable tests don't matter. Why do you keep muting me? Are you serious right now? Yes. Do you want me on here? Cause like, I'm just trying to. <laughs> Chase, getting emotional is not gonna win anybody here wanting to make you talk more.
3: Okay, it's not that I'm trying to get emotional.
0: It's one that you're muting me when I'm in the yeah, middle of I'm talking. Yeah, I'm making point now, it's my show. I- so I'm gonna talk now and, and now you're gonna be quiet and listen to why you're wrong or he can leave. So this is the reason why. So his argument, and there was not a bad argument, uh, was that Google can change anything at any time, and even our single, our mighty single variable tests are going to be useless on the next day, possibly, or they're going to be. We uh, ultimately can't tell what's going on. The problem is that that argument stands up for his as well. When he does an in-the-wild uh, uh, observation, when he sees things changing, and he's making a guess as to what that is. His guess is orders of magnitude worse than my guess as to what's going on because I've removed all the variables out of the guessing process. That's why you want to do single variable tests. That's what it means to be a single variable or as close to a single variable as possible because I remove all the variables out and I'm not guessing on on multiple things I see going on that I have no idea what's going on. So Chase kind of refuted himself in that, if it is true that single variable tests are untrustworthy to some degree because we can't see behind the veil of Google, one, and two, because Google could change things tomorrow, then it's like 300 times even more true for his argument because at least I've stripped away the variables and I can see just a single thing that's going on. And he has all these other variables going on that he's guessing is going on and he really doesn't know. Yeah. When uh, makes a change on the SERP and he looks and sees when anyone makes a change on a page and they look and see it, what's happening on the SERP you don't know if you're in a google experiment you don't know if it's what you did i mean probably <laughs> is it probably is what you did but you, don't really, know. But you we also, don't really know until you have a single variable test and you strip them you strip them all away. sorry ted I, I just want to finish this point okay Yeah. so it's the quality of knowledge that that single variable test does i see kyle is here as well that that as much as you can do it now i was having this discussion with jordan in 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 the local world you can't get your own city and town that doesn't exist anywhere you can't make narnia and then test how businesses rank in narnia at least you you could he said he did used to do that earlier on but you can't do that anymore sadly
2: the the, uh the, the only reason i brought up the meta description observation was because it was such a pure and golden observation of what Google is doing in the search results, and you can't just ignore that. When when Google gives you such a pure piece of information, I mean, it's crazy to say no. I'm not going to use that data. Don't look at the data. Look away. You know, follow this other belief system right. without the data. Um,
0: well, that's the problem. So, so problem. sorry, Ted. To use another example. So so this is what Chase said, everybody knows whenever a- anyone says everybody knows, you know, you're you know, you're in trouble already. It's like if he said everybody knows content is a ranking factor. OK, maybe. But then how exactly is it? You need single variable test to know everybody knows links are a ranking factor. Are they? How do you know? How do you separate that out? Unless you've done single variable test to know I said, everybody knows uh, something else is a ranking factor. I think he said usage or something. I'm like, well, half the industry thinks it's not, actually, so everybody doesn't know that, one. Two, how do you know, unless you've separated it out, to know that it's a ranking factor on its own, unto itself? And the problem is that that's like saying everybody knows cholesterol causes heart attacks. Well, actually, no, they just put out new tests saying that they think they were wrong previously, and it doesn't. Or everybody knows that omega-3s are good for your heart. Everybody knew that for years. And they're like, actually, no, sorry, we just put out another test. And it doesn't actually help your heart at all whatsoever. So this happens all the time in the medical industry. And you should pay attention because people like Chase, who's a great young guy, but he's making guesses. He's making wild guesses as to what ranking factors are. And then even worse, not only is he risking his clients' websites with that and his own websites with that, but then he's telling thousands of other people. And just because he's charismatic and he's, he's, he's young, great, he's bad. Just because Chase, you're charismatic and young doesn't mean the knowledge you have is knowledge. It's, it's you're making wild guesses as to what's there because you're not using single variable tests to, to separate out, out the noise. Now, does separating out the noise, does that concept make sense to you? You're talking to me? Yes. Does separating out the noise of doing single variable testing, does that, does that concept make sense to you of how it's a sure. better test environment than just doing things in the wild?
3: Sure, I mean, I'm all for the data, like I... Yeah, okay, well then then our argument's over. Because <laughs> that's the only thing we were debating there, I'd right? still like to finish what I was saying. Yep, please go ahead. Okay, so I'm not trying to say that the data is not like important. And you know, I'm all for people finding out whether or not, you know, a meta description is helpful to a website. What I'm trying to say is that when you're getting into the business of auditing websites and you actually, start optimizing like let's say you know thousands of urls and you have to figure out what's the most important thing first generally you're not going to be worried about let's say just like a meta description or like one single thing you're gonna be worried about a multitude of things you know content related issues duplicate content issues canonicalization redirects all that kind of stuff and for anybody to tell me at least somebody who goes through and optimizes sites at large scale like that, that you know, a single variable is going to make a huge difference. To me, it it it's not. But, I'm going to be worried about I've, a I've ton of it. different problems. I have, I have the measurements to prove it. It can. I know, but I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that to you spend your time worrying about a single variable in SEO when there's thousands of sub-ranking factors for, you know, and, and maybe let's just say intent doesn't matter. Let's. I'm just going to take Ted's side for a second. If if intent doesn't matter and every single search is exactly the same in terms of what's helping it rank, there's still, at that point, going to be thousands of things that could affect that based on technical issues within a website, content-related issues, Mm -hmm. link issues, internal link silos, content silos, uh, topical relevance. So I'm sorry, but if you're gonna tell me that a meta description is going to be more important as a single variable or any other single variable. When I know that there's gonna be hundreds of other things going on with the site, if not thousands, it could just be that you need to go and do click-through rate optimization over a hundred different title tags and have topical relevancy assigned to those before you actually see first page rankings. (laughs) I'm gonna be more concerned about that on a case-by-case basis is what I'm trying to say. And I'm not saying that the data is wrong. And I'm not saying that you guys are wrong. I'm just saying that the way you're going about it by saying that single variable tests is the highest form of knowledge, I think is not true.
2: Chase, uh, for starters, I never said that intent doesn't matter because I have no evidence for that. So it's not my argument that intent doesn't matter. It's my argument that intent is, has yet to be defined. Um, and I don't
3: think it ever will be defined, Ted. I mean, I think you so, have a point there
2: so you know i'm i'm not saying it is a ranking factor i'm not saying it's not a ranking factor i'm saying it is yet to be tested
0: but Um, the the problem is is that that true chase what you just said i would agree with and i would even go a little bit more to your side and and ted and i've had this debate many times that i'm of the opinion that that query deserves diversity that google is fooling with the ranking algorithms a little bit more than than ted might think or used to think that it's all just linear, smooth kind of algorithms that if you have enough, whatever the, what are the four magic ranking factors are, just for argument's sake, let's say there's only four magic ranking factors that they all smoothly push you up to number one. I think at some for some searches, there's a query deserves diversity where they put a video pack in there, they don't, or they put in a featured snippet in there or they don't, and they might massage the the, 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 the the results around a bit. So that puts me a little bit closer to to your side of the argument there, Chase. However that being said, No one here was arguing that that's how we do SEO. That's how we isolate what the ranking factors are so we could advise clients. And that is the only way to tell what is a more important ranking factor is when you isolate them and see how much of a boost they give. Links of this kind give a one spot boost. But when we tested links of this kind, it gave a five spot boost, et cetera. We have that knowledge because we've done those tests.
3: And so- Josh, you literally on your channel told me in the video titled, I beat chase in a debate about SEO, that <laughs> the only way to get real evidence for SEO is by single variable tests. That's the only reason I'm on this call right now. Uh
0: uh-huh. So was that, was that a question or a statement? Well, you're just saying that like, that's the
3: only way. And I think it's ridiculous to tell your viewers that the only way to learn SEO is through single variable tests.
0: It's the only way to learn it. Right just like the only way to be a medical doctor is to go to school and have the benefit of the empirical tests. But you can call if... yourself a medical doctor and you can practice bloodletting with leeches, but that doesn't have any empirical knowledge behind it. Okay. There's, well. there's a reason why science runs the world. It's because that form of evidence is the best kind of evidence. And we're trying to get as close to that as possible. And now I fully admit Google holds all the cards. And so when I remove all the variables I can, It's true. There's still a couple of variables there that I can't control in my single variable test. That's why I run the test three or four times. And that's why I have Kyle's group run the test, too. And we see if it comes back the same every way. But after doing 200 to 300 tests, we start to see a pattern. And then when you factor in uh, Ted's correlation data on tens of thousands of pages across thousands of queries. We start to see patterns and then we predict, will this make a ranking factor difference? We do it in the wild and our clients benefit. Now,
3: Which I appreciate. And I, and I, and I agree that data is very important. You know, obviously I've done somewhat of single variable tests as well. When I optimize a meta description too, you know, I can easily see that, you know, a click through rate has been increased based off that meta description change when I go through and set my benchmarks, but true. But that's not what I'm trying variable.
0: to s- That's a test, but it's not a single variable test. Cause I'm assuming right. you did this in the wild.
3: What I'm trying to say though, is one, I don't think that learning in any regard should just be based off one philosophy. And two, I don't need to spend my time doing single variable tests to know whether or not adding a proper meta description to my site is going to help. I can tell for sure though, based off an SEO audit and by doing on-page optimizations to that site based on site architecture texture changes, content styles, internal links, topical relevancy, working on the things that I can tell based off what that site's at, where it's at right now. But you
0: can't tell that you're guessing.
3: No, yeah. I'm not. I can tell that yeah. by, based off the oh, analytics.
0: Yeah. You don't know
3: what factor caused what boost. I don't need to. I just look at the analytics and I go, how does this affect the bottom line in terms of traffic and conversions? Cause that's the only thing that I care about. Well, it's true. You
0: could do 300 things and you always get good results. That's how I used to do SEO, so I understand that. But when you have uh, more specific knowledge into what the isolated variables are of the actual ranking factors, you don't need to do the 300 things anymore. Then you could say, actually, I found out, surprise, it's down to five things, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was 300, now it's five. And we do that every time and we win, we save money and we go faster. That's how science works,
3: right? So why aren't you basing it off of how it affects your analytics data instead of just how it affects your rankings?
0: I would. I've done tests in clicks. I just recently did one. I've done multiple tests in clicks that I would use analytics data. And I was also add in heat mapping like Crazy Egg, for example, or if you guys like Hotjar, you can use that one. Uh, and I'll be showing that on my my course tomorrow, uh, uh, tomorrow afternoon. If you want to sign up, it's 300 bucks. All
3: right. Well, you know, I will just have to agree to disagree with you guys in your philosophy on learning. But overall, I do appreciate the tests that um ted and you guys are running um i just you know obviously and here because i what yeah
2: uh, you know there's nothing personal here you know i think i i think you're a good guy i think where we differ is just academic um you know one one of the things i encounter a lot uh because of my software is i get people that tell me that you know correlation is not causation And the sole reason they do that isn't because they wanna be correct in their application of math. They're (laughs) using it to justify their lack of data and that they don't like math. Mm -hmm. And they wanna continue their practice without data and without checking measurements and without providing proof because that's how they've always done it.
0: Isolated proof, because isolated proof Mm -hmm. leads to isolated knowledge. That's, That's the key difference.
2: And I'm not saying that everybody has to do it our way, uh, you know, and they shouldn't. And I think people should test our assumptions too. But, you know, I, I think it's a dangerous slope when you tell people they don't need data and they don't need to take measurements. I think that's a very risky road to go down.
3: Right, and I wasn't saying that, I wasn't at least trying to convey that I don't recommend people go by the data. I was just saying that the way that things work in the realm of SEO from how I perceive it, which, you know, obviously I'm always open to being wrong is completely different than what you would be seeing through a single variable test and applying that to a real case scenario.
0: I will agree with you, Chase. You're right. Is that single variable testing takes a fuckload of time. That's why I have a whole group of apprentices who do it for me. We have a weekly test meeting every Monday where we go over the test. We did, we see the results, we schedule new tests. And so I've got a system set up now that that can be done reliably in Kyle's group. They have tests that they do and they do have a similar process. So you're right. It does take a lot of time. I agree with you there, brother. And um, and so I've got to kind of offshoot it because I'm doing the SEO. And at first it's like, I go one thing, great. I know keywords rank really well and then a single variable test, whoop-de-doo. I proved what I was pretty sure of already and you're pretty sure of it already. But at least I had that one test knowledge. I can go further and test different things and more things I find more interesting stuff out. And it's after you do 200 tests and you're like, okay, now this really is equating with knowledge. One test you're right It's like, wah, wah. But after doing 200 tests and having this process keep going, now you really start to really know what's going on. And again, my point is, is that, is that, you know, I don't care if you tell people how to do SEO, everybody else is, so you might as well too. <laughs> Everyone's got an opinion, so they might as well go ahead and give it. But I'm just saying, and I think you got the point, is that, don't say single variable tests don't give a higher quality of knowledge. They do. And, and don't think for a second that that's not going to be helpful to you because it is. And uh, uh, you're right. We have to go off the evidence that we have. I'll get an email right now. Josh, is, um, should, my, should my word length be equal to everyone else on the SERP? And then previous to my tests, I would have said it doesn't matter because that's the best evidence I had. And now I have better evidence. I'm going to say, yes, it matters very much. Make sure you're in the relative length. And, and we can only be blamed for, for the evidence that we had access to, but now there's access to better evidence. And I think, I think before people say that they know everything about SEO, that they need to, you know, everyone has to kind of follow them and do it this way. I think people have to realize the quality of ev- evidence and start looking at single variable tests a little bit, a little bit more strongly. So let me go and see if I can take a look here at the rest of the questions here, see if I can answer them. Uh, uh i can't pronounce your name i'm sorry but the question is josh you mentioned a ratio for competitor content but how can an e-commerce site could compete with a review site since you can't put 3000 words in an e-commerce products page
3: hold on can i close this out josh because i wanted to get off here after this
0: yeah sure yeah if you
3: want um okay so yeah last thing all i'm trying to say and like i said i appreciate the discussion and uh you know sorry I got a little bit heated in the middle but um not a problem the end thing i wanted to put out there was, I don't disagree I don't disagree with you in the sense that single variable tests are helpful. All right, yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. What I'm saying is that when it comes to real application and going to help a somebody with their SEO, the most important thing for me is to k- improve not just traffic but user experience conversion rates and whatever other metrics are going to help lead to probably higher rankings and also higher conversions in traffic. Now, when I do that, I'm not thinking anything about whether or not a certain single variable is going to be helpful. So whether or not, I, certain, I know, but hold on, but whether or not certain things are going to be helpful, I would know based off probably somewhat single variable testing. Like, you know, just knowing it from experience, which by the way, you could figure that out by just doing single variable testing and then seeing, yes, that probably leads to an increase. And then of course that would be helpful. The only thing I'm trying to get at is that you made a comment the other day that that was the only way to learn and that's the only way to do things. That was the thing I had a problem with.
0: So let me explain, I I see, okay, I see what you're saying. Let me explain. Yes, I will stand by that statement because we have a difference, you have a misunderstanding into what, what the word knowledge means. Uh, Let me let me show the graph here and that will explain it but the the clearest simplest way And quite frankly, and this is because I did a philosophy degree And so that's why I'm gonna take it from, from this perspective Everything here below number two is guesses These are all hypotheses When you see when you change your meta description and something happens when you disavow links and you think that had something to do with it You're guessing those are just guesses here is where we start to be less guesswork and more knowledge because we've isolated the variables, or we have much, much more evidence to go off of. That, so that's what I'm saying. So this is where you actually learn, uh, uh, qual learning. This is where the word learn makes sense, and this is the word in uh, guesses makes sense in terms of uh, epistemology. So that's what I mean totally when funny. I say that. I just wanted to
3: say that, you know. I, we obviously agree to have different opinions, and I just wanted to also say, you know, thanks for having me on, giving me the opportunity to be able to state mine.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, you're you're welcome to come on and have a friendly debate anytime. Um, but it's not my opinion. This is this is the way reality and clear thinking works. This is where knowledge is because we're getting evidence uh, on single variable things that we can see uh, a uh, an X Y difference. This is where we have X Y and A B C and any other variables we don't know about, and we're just getting more and more hypotheses here. We're getting less hypothesis here and more knowledge here. That's just the way science works. It's That's the way reality works. That's the way clear thinking works. It has nothing to do with my opinion or yours.
3: Well, I mean, the discussion was about your opinion or mine. I'm not discussing whether or not this. And I don't really want to address it at this point because I kind of want to head off. But anyways, thanks for having me on. And, uh, Ted, thanks for uh, talking to me, too, as well, man.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Uh, always, always a gentleman, Chase. Thanks very much. All right. So uh, let me see if I can answer the rest of the questions. I hope that makes more sense for people out there. Um, so this person said, you can't have 3000 words in an e-commerce products page. My answer is why not? If that's what uh, the competitors have. We, Kyle has tested this, as I said, in a single variable test where he proved uh, multiple times <laughs> uh, that if, you don't, if you're not in line with what everybody else has, that is a ranking factor and it's gonna demote you. That's how we can isolate these different ranking factors and know that, that this is going to demote you or this is not. For example, uh, for on-page, I tested whether the title attribute in the image or the, uh, the image tag or the anchor tag had any ranking boosts, and it didn't give any ranking boosts, nor did it give any demotions. So I stopped telling people to delete it because I noticed it didn't give any demotions. So this is the only way you can know. And, and, and pretty much, you know, we're, I'm one of the only groups out there that's doing this. Um, If you want to see more of what I'm doing check out my course tomorrow Their sister group is also SIA. You could check them out if you want. That's the group that Kyle's in that I'm also in
2: Yeah, for for e-commerce you usually have to prioritize your SEO issues Uh, So the amount of content I'd say is somewhere in the middle of the list usually where online retail sites uh, go wrong is They'll name their product something that gets no search volume. They'll name their store category something that gets no search volume. For example, many stores will have a gifts and delights category. When was the last time you searched for gifts and delights? Uh, So simply by like naming things properly for, you know, uh, in ways that get organic search volume, you can automatically improve the store And oftentimes uh, when you when you're naming products, they're very low competition long tail keywords So usually you only need like 10 to 20 backlinks to a product page to be competitive in many cases Um, So yeah, you know if you can't compete on content make sure you got everything else dialed in
0: Yeah, that's that's a separate point. So my point was uh, the specific factor question was does your page need to be in relative links with everybody else? Uh, any other, you know, e-commerce or not, doesn't matter. The answer is yes. Our testing says yes. Then the second practical question is, can you do it? Do you know how to do it? Is it going to hurt your, your your um? Is it going to hurt your conversions, et cetera, et cetera? Those are all other questions. The only question I was answering there was, does your content link in testing have to be relative to everybody else within 10 to 20 percent? The answer is yes. So if you want you want that boost, if you don't want that demotion, like the few spot demotion or a few few spot boost, then you have to watch out for that. Okay, we've gone over here because of our big debate. Uh, Techable asks many of pa- many of my pages have dropped ranking from page two to page six to seven overnight. Uh oh, I take it Google is testing it, and should I leave everything alone until it comes back up? No, you should immediately start doing diagnostics and audits and seeing what's going on. You should not wait. And if you don't know how to do those things, you should join a reputable SEO group that really knows SEO from a single variable perspective. So they actually know the isolated variables and they will help you out, hopefully. Um, Let's see. Lisa asks, what do you think of Cloudflare? Do you recommend it to use to speed it up? Um, I've never seen Cloudflare speed everything up all that tremendously. I have other recommendations of what servers to use. Um, Liquid something, I think Clint's, Clint made that suggestion earlier a few months ago. Liquid something, I could find it for you. And that, these are usually pretty fast, but it's also much more expensive. And um, uh, also check your DNS server to make sure the DNS is is uh, responding quickly. Uh, it really depends, Find find a good one. Blake says in all caps, Ted, it's a feeling, believe in the intent. Exactly. SEO uh, sorry SEO should progress on science and science progresses on evidence and not feelings typically and that's the difference Um, Nathan says uh, he he seconds the chase getting the invite this is getting fun good well I hope you enjoyed the debate I hope it wasn't a waste of time Um,
3: it's called liquid web
0: Liquid Web, thank you, <laughs> Jordan. Thank you very much, Liquid Web. I found it's it's usually pretty quick, but it's usually much more expensive. Like 140 bucks seem to me to be the least, the the uh the cheapest one. Fortune ask, why isn't Clint joining anymore? Clint is just got too too busy with his big thirty thousand dollar a month client he keeps rubbing it in my face, <laughs> so so he's dealing with phone calls from those guys. Um. Uh, somebody asked here, uh, Easy Tutorial asked, Chase, are internal links from irrelevant pages without links working for you? That's interesting you asked that, because I recently found out in testing that click here or irrelevant links internal from irrelevant pages don't give a boost at all. And you wouldn't know if it did or not if you hadn't done single variable testing. If you went, there, we, we 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 find uh, contradictions to common SEO knowledge Common esoteric knowledge that everybody knows all the time. I mean, come on, guys. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to argue, argue so hard to explain this. This is how the world works, right? Everybody knows that this is bad for you. Science disproves it, or everybody knows this is good for you, and science disproves it. That's how science works. But why do I have to argue so hard for this? You guys should already understand how this works. You all, I'm sure, benefit from uh, uh, advances in engineering, and I'm sure you all benefit from uh, advances in medicine. So. It doesn't make any difference in scientific advances. It doesn't make any difference in SEO either. Uh, We're just trying to get more sciencey with it. Anyone who's just dragging their heels really, quite frankly, just doesn't want to do it or hasn't done it and maybe felt a little embarrassed, possibly. And so, But that's okay Because you know what Chase said? That was the smartest thing he said today. And I will hand it to Chase to say this. It's the Socratic dictum. He said, I'll be prepared to admit that I was wrong. I'm paraphrasing the Socratic dictum. Or I'll be prepared to admit that I didn't know. That's the beginning of knowledge. When you're ready to admit that you could be wrong, when you're ready to admit that you don't know. And Ted and me and Holly, and I think everybody else on this call, we're willing to admit that maybe we're wrong. And that's why we test. And uh, for example, Eric Lantry's recommended something recently that I, w- I secretly doubted. I'm like, I'm gonna test this and see if I can prove Eric wrong. And lo and behold, it looks like Eric's right. <laughs> so I owe him a- an apology for internally disbelieving him. And I'm going to have to email Eric pretty soon. The tests aren't quite done yet, so I haven't emailed them yet. If he's watching right now, he can email me and find out. But he had a theory about uh, what I call orphan child pages, or what Ted, uh, sorry, what uh, Chase might call uh, silos. Some people call them silos, and I thought it was all BS. But I tested it, and it's proving actually to be quite powerful. And so so that's you don't know until you test it right and uh, but I've also tested lots of other stuff that people say is common SEO knowledge And it was all BS. It didn't help you rank at all. So you've got to get with the group that's doing The testing so this has been a very animated white hat versus black hat SEO show I'd like to thank everybody on the uh, panel guys. Do you have any five-second last thoughts? We'll just go around very quickly. I've talked a lot. Do you guys have any five-second last thoughts you have five seconds to say your five-second last thoughts. Um, I don't really
3: have anything in particular, but I will say that we did lose a pretty uh, good guy in the industry. His name is Jordan Costello. uh Yesterday, uh, he was a big uh, author, writer for search, search engine people, surround SEO and So just my heart's
2: got to his family.
0: Yes, thank you, Jordan, for mentioning that. Uh, any other final seconds from anybody else?
2: Yeah. Sorry to everyone who feels like they lost an hour. It kind of ran away.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was maybe directed at me. I I can't stand hearing Josh. He's, he's a young kid who wants to be right about everything. And when he's wrong, he just needs to just end the argument. Like that's a whole hour of him saying, but this is what I'm saying. You said that like six times. So it, whatever. I mean, (laughs) it's okay. It's whatever. Just get that, on with it that you know.
0: pesky Josh. He's so he's wrong all the time Okay, so thanks very much guys for joining and as I said if you want to sign up for the course You want to see some of this evidence? I'm talking about it's 300 bucks for the course tomorrow email me and we can get you signed up or if you want to be part of The mentor group and if you have any other SEO questions I wasn't able to get to in the chat because we were we were debating too long or whatever uh, Email me at Josh at gmail.com and I'd love to help you out and as I always say good luck in the SERPs and we'll see you next week for another animated But maybe more on topic, White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. So see you next week. Bye-bye.